In this screencast, I'd like to cover what happens when you get memory management wrong. I've created a simple iPhone app that has three buttons that creates an object, releases that same object, and sends a message to that object. And depending on what order I execute these in, the program might work sometimes or might crash other times. So let's go ahead and dig in and see exactly what happens. I've got a view controller here that has three methods on it. Create the date, release the date, send a message to the date. Each time I log what's happening. And I've got a couple of subtle bugs in here. But basically, when I create the date, I'm saying nsdate alloc init with time interval since now and storing that in an instance variable. When I release it, I'm calling date release. And then when I send a message to it, I'm actually creating a locale object so that I can get a specific format of the date. I'm generating the localized description from the date by calling description with locale, US locale. And then I'm just logging that out to the console. So if I run this, so you can see the console here. And I can click create a date, calls create a date, and then I can release the date. I can create a new one, I can send a message to it, and I can release it. So I have no, zero memory problems in that scenario, and my program didn't crash. But what happens if I release again? Well, in this case, I've released an object that has already been released, and my program crashes. That's called over-releasing. I have another problem that's more subtle, that I can actually create the date multiple times. So if I hit create a date and then create it again, the memory that was created for the first button click is now gone. I can never retrieve it again to release it. That's called leaked memory. I also have another problem that if I release the active date that's there now and then I send a message to that date, then my program crashes because I'm sending a message to deallocated memory. This one can also be particularly nasty because since it points to a memory address, that memory address may later on be fulfilled by some other object. And so you can get some weird subtle bugs, um, usually in the form of this object doesn't recognize a selector, meaning you're trying to pass a method call that doesn't belong to the object that occupies that memory. But usually your program will crash like this. So we have a couple of tools at our disposal, the first of which is Objective-C's Static Analyzer. And you can get that by going to Product Analyze. Now the static analyzer found that we have a problem here. It sees that we created an object on line 24 and we never released it. So we have a potential leak of an object created on line 24 and stored into US locale. So to fix this, we actually have to release that memory. If I run command shift B again, it'll do the analyzer again. And this time it says I have no issues. Now the analyzer is set up such that it will never report false positives. So Almost everything it reports to will be actionable, but by definition, it's not going to get every single memory leak. Namely, there is a memory leak here, but it's a little bit more difficult for the static analyzer to figure this out because it doesn't know the order in which I'm going to call these methods. In fact, the order is only determined by the user at runtime, so you actually have to instrument the running application to figure out that this is a leak. So let's go ahead and take a look at how that's done. If you go to the product menu and click profile, this brings up the instruments profile selector. I'm going to choose leaks and I'm going to hit profile. This is profiling the running application. 
So if I hit create a date, you can see the little blip for the memory that was created. I can release it. Then I can create another one and another one. And I have leaked memory here, but the instruments hasn't picked it up yet. It picked up one, but not the, not the first one I did. And the reason is our settings here are a little bit too conservative. The snapshot interval here, I wanna bring that down to one so we can potentially capture more memory leaks. Now, when I create multiple dates, you can see that it starts to notice that my objects are being leaked. We've got plenty of leaks here. It shows how many, we've got six objects leaked. And it tells you exactly the responsible call frame that generated that leak. So this is a great way for you to tell that you have a leak here. Now to fix this, it's pretty easy. You just need to make sure and release the old value that date had before. And this is nil safe. As long as date is nil, it's not going to call it again. We still have the problem of releasing the date and then sending a message to it. And to do that, I'm gonna use a different profiler but this time I'm going to choose the Zombies Profiler. Now the Zombies Profiler basically analyzes all of the memory that gets deallocated and points it to a special memory location called Zombie Memory. And then it can pinpoint when you send a message to that memory. So if I create and release an object and then send a message to it, the Instruments tool immediately tells me where that zombie message came from. And if I click on this little arrow, I can see the life cycle of the object that eventually became a zombie. And this is the line of code that sent the message. So if we go back to Xcode, we can see that it is indeed accessing date, but date might not be a valid object. So what we need to do here, there's no way to really check to see if it's a valid object before calling date. Instead, what you should do is when you release it, you should set date to nil if it is ever possible to access that date again. That will, that will also make it possible for us to just blindly call release on the date and not have to do any sort of checks to see if we have a valid date. It's much easier to set an object to nil and then let other classes just assume that it's a, a valid object. Now we do have one more problem here and it's not easily exhibitable in this one screen application, but when our view controller is deallocated, we need to make sure and release whatever date we had. So let's go ahead and implement a dealloc method. and we need to call date release here. Now I recommend against setting date to nil in the dialloc. And the reason is once the date is deallocated, we have the last retain count on this date, so releasing it will set the retain count to zero, it will get deallocated. And if we were using a zombie profiler, that memory would be now pointed to the zombie area. If we then set our pointer to nil, that means we're not going to be getting the benefit of zombies in the dialloc because we're going to be pointing that pointer away from where it's currently pointed and point it to nil instead. So it's common practice to not nil out your variables in the dialloc. Now if we run the application, we can interact with the buttons any way we want and it's not going to crash. Obviously, some of the dates are not going to be used. Sometimes we're going to be sending a message to null, and other times these releases and sending messages are going to be no ops. But that's fine. It's not going to crash, and it's not going to leak any memory. And that's all I have to say about that.